Welcome to Discovering Responsible Wealth. This is your host, Frank Congelos. It is a pleasure to be with you this week. This is our last week for our show. And so, first of all, before we even start, I would like to thank everyone, and I hope that everybody had a wonderful Thanksgiving. To end our show, you know, and our series that we've had with you over the last couple of years, I have my co-host with us today, Dave Suki. Dave, welcome back to the show. As always, it's great to see you. Thank you, Frank. So our topic today is we're getting into the holiday season, and as we're about to begin a new year, is really talking about how to get the life that you want. You know, Matthew tells us if you believe, you'll receive whatever you ask for in prayer. And, you know, when we think in terms of what that's saying to us is, is that, you know, it all comes down to what's God's will in your life. But you have to be open to his will, and sometimes we get caught up on our own will. And so with that being said, you know, what I'd like to spend our time with today is when I wrote the original book, Discovering Responsible Wealth, the concept behind that was to really help people to get a life of balance. Uh, I wrote about a concept which I refer to as the life's wealth building blocks, which is in order to be happy and fulfilled, it comes down to your faith, family, health, purpose, and money. And money you know, was the last thing, even though the show is called Discovering Responsible Wealth, and people think when they hear wealth, it's all about money. You know, but we've all learned over the years that you know, that's one of the last things that we actually talk about. So with that in mind, I know that you know, Dave and I have been talking, about our, you know, talking with our clients about how to set up for a new year. And it was interesting, Dave and I were having a conversation yesterday, and he was talking about a recent appointment he had where he was helping people to start actually visualizing it a little bit now. So I was thinking perhaps we'll start with that context, Dave, which is the conversation that we're having with clients and in helping them understand how to start to get the life that they want and how they can start doing it now. So maybe share with us a little bit about the conversation and what some of our listeners could be doing going forward. Well, this is a great time of year to reflect on um, the blessings that's been bestowed upon us. We give thanks for those, that, you know, obviously through the holiday of Thanksgiving and then the um, uh, the end of the year celebration with not only a, uh, the birth of Jesus, right, Frank, but the fact that the Christmas season and, and all that goes on there, right? You just see people do remarkable things this time of year. So um, I've been having conversations and recent ones been showing up about people sharing with me New Year's resolutions. Oh, I have a New Year's resolution. We're getting close to that time, right? They're starting we, to think about it. They're starting to think about it. So I, uh, you know, I asked them a simple question. I said, why are we waiting till New Year's? Hmm, and, and, uh, you know, the, there's always a pause. I don't know. It's a good point. It's just because that's what we're customary in our thinking, right? You, the, our, our thinking is around, well, that's what, whatever, what everybody does. So the, the question I would have for listeners or for anybody is um, why, why not make today your New Year's resolution? Start it today. It's a new day resolution. See, and when I hear that, what it really comes down to is what I call your belief system. Yeah. And the belief system of what's this messaging that we're telling ourselves. And it, it's interesting because, you know, it, we talk about this all the time, which is, you know, it's our thoughts that really start to control our life. You know, and it's, you know, you can, in every moment, you know, we're having a thought. And that thought is either going to put you closer to the life that you want or further from the life that you want. And yet it all starts with the thought and our belief system. So for some people, what they say is, is you know, when I say that is, is they go, well, next year, and it's always tomorrow. Mm. But, you know, the, you know it's, I forgot, you know, who was it said, you know, 
the first step, you know, on any long journey is the first step. You know, basically saying that it starts with moving forward towards what you want. There's no reason really why to, to wait. You know, so when I heard you having that conversation with your client yesterday, and I said, Dave, that's a great perspective, and it's something that we should be bringing up, which is why are we waiting? Yeah, you know, and we're the end of a of, of a of a year here, like 2014, and we had this conversation this time last year, right, Frank, about setting goals and writing them down and identifying who you want to be and taking actions around that. So this is a great time of year to, to kind of look at it, measure how well you've done or you, or you're aligned with those things. And, and listen, none of us are perfect, so I'd be surprised to think that everybody hit every goal that they wrote down. Um, but the reality is that they make progress. And then this year, maybe the shift is, I'm not going to wait till January 1st to start. I'm going to start now. And it may be a small thing. In, th in this case, this client, it was a, it was a, f a conversation around um, his health and smoking. And, you know, and his, goal, his commitment was, I'm not going to smoke one less cigarette a day. I'm going to start tomorrow. Great. You know, as opposed to trying to go cold turkey January 1st. And then we tend, you know, you have other conversations in other areas of your life, Frank. But that's the that's that concept of hard easy too that we talk about, which is, you know, um, taking it on now is harder. Waiting till January first would be easier, right? It's a built-in excuse. But, but you're paying for that easy. Yeah. You know, you pay for it in the long run. Yeah. Well, and that whole concept of New Year's resolutions we've chatted about before. There's a reason why it doesn't. It's not sustainable. You know, they people go from an all typically to n nothing mentality. I'm going, you know, I'm going to, or they set these unrealistic expectations. And we see it with finance, right, Frank? We see it with people that want to have a, a savings plan, want to have an investment strategy, want to have better protection, and they want to do it all all at once. But typically, that takes you know years of bad habits to now reformulate to good habits. You know, it's interesting, David. As I'm listening, you know, one of the thoughts that pops into my head, and you know, we always have a thought. Is is like you know for as we come through the holidays and we get to the new year, it's one of those of you know hopefully you know we're very thankful for the past year and what's accomplished and what we've done and you know all the blessings in our life, and then we look to the new year and there's this anticipation, and there's also what I refer to as and you know there's for some people they get depressed around the holidays, mm -hmm. and it's you know. From you know memories of you know people that are no longer around, perhaps they had a bad year, whatever the case might be, and there's, it's, it becomes very emotional for a lot of people. Some people joyous, some people depressed, and everybody in between. Yep. I mean, what, you know, it hits on all of them. And the reality is, is that when we start looking at this, is is that uh, we are our thoughts. You know, it's the things right. that we think about are the things that we tend to become you know and when i say that is you know if you worry all the time you, you you'll tend to worry all the time and you know what will happen is that aware on you and it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy that i'm not feeling so good next thing you know is i'm being treated for this or treated for that or whatever the case might be and we look at it as if we're not in control which is you know only god's in control but it's one of those of you're presented with a choice every single day Absolutely. every minute every second it's all choices that we make and so you can start making better choices. And and look, we'll we'll lie to ourselves faster than we'll lie to anyone else, Frank. Right? We'll we'll tell ourselves a story quicker in our head than we'll you know tell it outwardly. But that's our because our brains are wired in, in a way to to do that. I have a friend, and he um he wears a wristband around his wrist, and 
Um, you see those wristbands, colored bands sure. for different purposes. His was designed for what he called pattern interrupt, where when you're going to have the thoughts. So if a person's going to have a thought of, you know, uh, whatever it is, I, I want a cigarette or I want to have that cheeseburger or sure. I want to, you know, a, a bit. Cigarette's a, no good. The cheeseburger was okay. Was okay, right? Well, I'm going to spend, I'm going to spend in the holidays, right? We're, we're, we're right. doing financial business. I'm going to overspend. Well, he created a habit for people, or what's called a pattern interrupt, where you snap the wristband when that thought pops in your head. And you're going to now that you identify, first of all, you're aware it's occurring. So you, boom, snap it because it snaps you into what's called a pattern interrupt where you interrupt that pattern where it would lead you down that road and those actions and it diverts it to a new pattern. So you're creating new patterns in your brain. Um, it's scientific. It works. You know, So uh, um, something as simple as a wristband, Frank, or something, you know, you just interrupt the pattern. And, and it comes down to you know, interrupting the pattern and then – Taking now that the fact that you caught the thought, yes, okay, because that's really what we're saying is is you identified that you know I'll, I'll kid and say your thinking was stinking, yes. So <laughs> so as soon as you knew that your thinking was stinking and whatever that aspect of your life, now you've got to replace that thinking with something that's productive and something that's actually going to help you to get mm -hmm. more of what it is that you want in mm -hmm. your life. You know, and I always say to people is, and you know, we'll be going through a process with our entire organization over the next couple of weeks. And I always start the process of planning for the new year, which, which a very simple question. If you couldn't fail, what would you do differently? And when we really think about that, what would you do differently if we really went through it mm -hmm. in all the different wealth building blocks in, in your life, which is to say, okay, so if you couldn't fail, how would you live your faith differently? What would you do differently? How would you give? How would you be a good steward of that? How would you impact the lives of the people around you? How would you live your life? And, you know, we had a meeting yesterday, and we were having a conversation, and, you know, I said, you know, it comes down to our culture and being able to recognize who are we being in every moment? Am I being that person that I want to be, or am I being a person that's really out of character of who right. I'd want to be? Right. And it's all about those choices. So whether it be, you know, who are we being as it relates to our church and our faith and so forth? Who are we being as it relates to our family? You know, are you being that loving, caring person? Or are you being that person that... You know, maybe you, know, you might be a little like me at times with some ADD, and you've got to kind of focus to say it's about them, it's not about me. Let me, let me engage, let me try to listen better, okay? Um, who am I being in that moment? And then right down to your health, which is, you know, when the cigarette, the you know, double pounder cheeseburger came along. <laughs> Notice I said double pounder, no, I didn't yeah, say half pounder. Yeah, no, yeah. But when, you know, when I was making that decision, who am I being in that moment, and then it was like, well, I can always start tomorrow. And, you know, so I kid, you know, with, you know, my, my kids, although they're all grown at this point, and my youngest one's still living with us, and we have a conversation, and once in a while she'll cheat, and I go, all right, so when you don't go working out today, just so that you know, you started a new habit. Today's the first day of not working, working out. out. Okay, yeah. I'm on a new habit, or I'm on the new habit of not really caring about diet. I'm on the new habit of not really studying and, and so forth. So we're doing all that, and then it really comes down to who are we being in that moment? Okay, if I couldn't fail, what would I be doing different? Mm -hmm. What would I be doing different in my career and my purpose in life? What would I be doing different with money and everything else in my life? And when you really start to dissect that, and if you actually start writing it down, you find out it's not all that difficult to do it. It comes down to choices and priorities. Yes, yes. And like we say, it's not easy, but it can be simple. 
You know, you can those simple steps. Any one of us could find an hour, two hours in our week if we really had to to sit down and do this exercise you're speaking of, Frank. And when you've had me do it in the past, sometimes we make it this big elaborate thing when we first get started. Oh, I'm gonna, and it's like, wait a minute. If we just, like you said, two or three things in those areas. If we improved on just two or three things. One thing in an area. That's it. What would that look like? You know, if it, if it was faith, if it meant I'm going to be more, ch- you know, more charitable this year with my time and my treasure, what does that mean? Maybe it's, you know, 15 bucks more a week in money. Maybe it's an hour more a month. Uh, you know, something that's a reasonable adjustment that interrupts the pattern and then creates, starts creating the new habit, you know, and, and that's that mentality. If it doesn't have to be zero to 60, it can be zero to 20 and then 20 to 40, and then 40 to 60, right, and do it that way. I, I agree. And it's interesting is, you know, because you said something there, Dave, which is, um, you know, it's not always easy. It's like, where did I ever say it had to be easy? Yeah. You know, it's like I, I kid with some people, and they talk about retirement, and I'll go, where did that whole concept of retirement come from? I said, you know, scripturally, I've never read anything in the Bible that said, okay, Moses retired, collected a pension. Okay, I, I've never seen that. I, it was one of those of what, what typically happened was is they identified and they were told, here's your purpose, here's your mission, go do it. Okay, and it became a lifelong purpose, a lifelong mission, okay, That's of right. whatever it is that they're That's doing. Right. And it's, you know, they, they moved forward every day. They picked up their cross. They went forward. And it's like, in what we're doing every day of how we impact people from whether it's as simple of how you treat them when they're, you know, you're waiting on them to you're giving them advice to when you're, you know, whatever the case might be and whatever you're doing, how, who are you being in the moment? That's yep. really what we're talking about. And if you could be doing, if you could do it differently, what would you do if you couldn't fail? And what's stopping you then? Yes. Yes. And those, those steps, because we talk to people a lot about purpose and their careers, Frank. And the factor in what, in terms of uh, identifying assets in their life, we've had this conversation here on this show, they are their greatest asset. So if they're not pleased with who they are, who they've become, or in a career or uh, something that they have going on in their life, don't wait till 65 to start living your life and thinking I'm going to so, sacrifice all those years and store up enough wealth so I can now go enjoy my life. Let's make some steps now so you can enjoy it today. God wants that of us too. And then what, what else is possible? You know, a happy, you know, happy, energetic person is much more productive than somebody who's depressed and, you know, focused on a, a date in the future that they may never, they may never get to. I remember reading uh, Wayne Donner, a uh, great writer out there, and, you know, one of the things is, you know, he writes, you know, happy is a verb, not a noun. Yep. It's something that you do. It's something that you're doing, okay? It's not, boom, you're blessed, you're happy. It's, it's a choice that you're making. You know, and although it's a hard concept for people to get, it is the reality. So, you know, when we look at this and, you know, as we're starting, you know, summing up, you know, some of this, here's what it really comes down to. It comes down to that belief system. What's the story we're telling ourselves? Mm-hmm. Okay, that's self-talk. Um, I've never seen a person accomplish very much without writing down what it is they're looking to accomplish. How do you know that you got there unless you knew where you were going and Absolutely. you wrote it down? Yep. You know, it's like if I was going to Florida and I didn't put down Florida was the destination, how do I know when I get there? <laughs> okay, and by the way, you never get there. Um, and then it becomes accountability, which is um, you got to be accountable to yourself. And if you need an accountability coach of some sort, whether that be family, friend, coach, whatever, 
you need someone that's actually going to hold you accountable. You have someone that you can have a conversation with, just like Dave and I, you and I, uh, you know, yeah. we talk about it, and we hold each other accountable, which is what did we say and, we were going to do? Did we do it? And, if, Frank, that's a big part. It's okay. I know when I first started, it, it, I struggled with constantly writing it down. First, the challenge is because you write it down, you memorialize it, you don't, you don't want to make it, you don't want to fail. But to have someone that, that actually is at the table with you that – Make sure you're, you're you're taking the necessary steps. And one thing we've learned, right, progress, not perfection, is That's a, a great key point. way to measure it. Yeah. So for all of our listeners, um, Dave and I would both like to thank you for being with us. Um, you've been listening to Discovering Responsible Wealth. Again, this is our last show. For those of you who'd like to follow us, um, you can listen to our podcast, or as my son would say, Discover, Discovering Responsible Wealth on iTunes. So thank you, Frank, who's been our man at, you know, taking care of all of our audio you know for the last couple of years and thank you dave you know for being with us absolutely and for all of our listeners we wish you god's blessings and godspeed in all that you do you've been listening to discovering responsible wealth if you'd like to write to us you can write to us at the institute of responsible wealth 2431 atlantic avenue manasquan new jersey 08736 or email us at info at ifrw.com thank you have a blessed week god bless you